Welcome to Gaia Rising, an exploration of human healing and evolution through storytelling. Welcome, Eden. Thank you so, so much for joining me today uh, and coming on to share your life, your medicine, your journey. Uh, I'm so excited for this conversation. And uh, as we were just discussing, uh, you're, you're nice and cozy in your house there in the Minnesota winter, right? Mm-hmm. You look very beautiful and uh, in your divine feminine, very beautiful dress you're wearing. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you, Ben. Yeah, no, and I'm sitting here on the beach, my favorite little spot here, Sandy Beach in Sitka. So uh, here we are across space and time connecting, and I'm just so much gratitude for you coming on today. I really appreciate it. Mm, Thank you, Ben, so much. Since I like met you, I guess it's only been a few months now, but since I met you this past summer, I've just felt yeah, like we could talk forever and we have so much to connect about. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much for this beautiful invitation to drop in together. And just, uh, I guess, just to lay it out there, set a little context too. You know, we met um, through Arcadia, uh, which was hosted by Fit for Service earlier this summer. And since then, I it's been really incredible, just even just digitally, you know, to like have you as part of my tribe. So I so much honor and love to you but um yeah i just wanted to to lay that out there a little bit of how we met which is only what four or five months ago yeah <laughs> yeah it's but that's like the thing that i'm just realizing i mean as we continue on existing it's like separation is collapsing and that like the time like there is no you know like if we've only known each other for a few months that that can be as significant or more significant as someone you've known for a few years or your entire lifetime and kind of, yeah, like collapsing those ideas around what connection and intimacy and bonding is. And yeah, I'm just dropping into this place of like fully accepting that like what is showing up in my life is for me. And yeah, but also like dropping into discernment for that too because not every single thing is meant to be dove in headfirst into so yeah actually that discernment could you tell me a little more about that how do you navigate what's coming your way what's meant to be partaken in and what's not how do you how do you navigate Mm, that yeah so really honoring that initial intuitive ping is like number one Mm -hmm. in discernment And I think number two in discernment is like leading from a heart space rather than a head space. It's almost like a meditation practice and it it is not even almost, it is a meditation practice to kind of recognize when I'm shifting into a head space as opposed to a heart space and reining it back into that heart space and kind of asking myself like, what does the most loving accepting compassionate and like non-biased version of Eden what is that like what would she decide and yeah so that's dropping in with that discernment number two and then I think like the number three and I'll leave it at that is not holding myself to absolutes 
we're allowed to change our minds. We're, I'm also allowed to be wrong and recognize yeah. when I'm wrong and pivot. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful uh, approach, you know, to navigating that discernment. Sounds yeah. like, yeah, you put in a lot of work to, to get to that place where you're really honoring yourself, you know, and in tune and present with what you're feeling, what your intuition is telling you, which is that feminine archetype, you know, and then actually, I imagine, you know, setting those boundaries or, or choosing one thing over the other, actually making those choices and commitments to, and allowing at the same time that flexibility, like what a beautiful balance of sort of the masculine and feminine archetypes of being assertive about what you need. And at the same time, very in in tune with your heart space. And just like but the reminder that, you know, like the work really is never done. And the reminder that even as I like share about what I think I know, I also am so aware that like I have so much to learn and yeah, yeah. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Well, I wanted to take a moment. I We're just going zero to 60 here. This is awesome. I'm loving <laughs> I'm so excited for where we're going to be going with this, but just speaking of tuning into the heart, I was going to invite you to take a moment with me to, to take a deep breath and, and pull into the present. So mm. let's do that together. You ready? Yes. All right. Breathing yes. out. Breathing in. So Eden on this day, in this space and time, coming centered in your heart. Would ask the question, what's most alive in you in this present moment? What do you feel? Mm. I think, yeah, what's most alive in me right now is being inspired by the potential to overcome. That potential that we all have in ourselves, in our beings, in our power and our energy, the unique gift that we bring that creates that signature, that potential to overcome whatever it is that may be hindering us at any given moment. Like I just, today I'm just feeling so deeply inspired by that potential to overcome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I feel that. What as about well. you, Ben? Yeah. I'm curious yeah. what, like, what's most alive in you today? Uh, yeah. I'd say, yeah. In this moment, I'm feeling a lot of deep, deep gratitude deep in my heart. Um, mm. Gratitude to be um, just sitting here in the sunshine feeling the energy of this place and so much gratitude you know for all the conditions that have brought us here for all our ancestors um Mm -hmm. just so much gratitude to be alive in this in this moment and uh and also in this moment of having this technology this supercomputer in my hand and connecting with you over space and time (laughs) like wow what a time to be alive it's huge it's huge yeah yeah yeah. Mm, just the knowing that gratitude is what literally magnetizes more of what we want to and are meant to experience into our lives, you know, 
like that's why it's so important to drop into that gratitude because it's like being like hey universe like it's like drawing a big target on like your crown chakra like like just flow it in pour it into my being like this yeah more of what I need and want yeah I'm happy for you yeah thank you so much and I I see that in you too definitely so just to introduce you uh Eden Bauer you are a yoga instructor you're an artist you're a sound healer Mm -hmm. I missing anything else I'm also a certified birth doula so yes yes I I live in the twin cities of Minnesota I teaching yoga a couple nights a week and giving sound baths and just yeah like sharing sharing my art um whether it's kind of through painting or drawing or poetry I spend a lot of time out in nature and whenever you know that like beautiful found pieces from nature that I can kind of like give more life and adorn with whether it's crystals or dried flowers or little paintings or carving so yeah (laughs) Yeah. well I definitely see you as somebody who you've had such a shift in your life to moving into a space where all your energy is now directed into spiritual based practices to healing to creativity and expressions of, of your true self and I just wanted to ask you going back you know what was your earliest childhood memory of connecting with the spiritual path I love that question because like immediately something comes rushing in. Um, Yeah, when I was a little girl, I would be able to like close my eyes. I was even, I can remember being like four or five years old and I'd be able to close my eyes and kind of just like like bring my palms over my eyes and kind of almost like massage into my own eye sockets. And this pattern would appear of this like sacred geometry. And it was like, all earth tones like very like brown and tan um and I would I remember talking about it with my parents and I called it the snake skin pattern because it looked like almost like a rattlesnake skin that was just like undulating and almost you know like a kaleidoscope of imagine like tan and brown rattlesnake skins like going into one another and I would just get this sensation as a little girl, like experiencing this. And then I would, I would see this like little dot of white light in the distance, like coming through the snakeskin pattern. And I would, it would be, I would, as I would like kind of energetically move closer to that light, it would expand and expand and expand and expand until it was covering my entire vision in, but with my eyes closed, mind you. Um, and then I would kind of like, blip over like into the light and like feel this like physical shift in my form even like in my human body and like feel as if I was and like I still to this day I'm not like 100% certain of what was going on for me or what I was doing on an energetic level or what I was moving as a little girl but a part of me like my intuition tells me that I was just like still so close to the light as so many little beings are and I was just able to kind of like shift in and out like I could kind of drop into that space um Mm -hmm. whenever for many years and I think it maybe started fading away when I was like 
maybe 11 or 12 years old. Um, but I will say with certain um, plant medicines, I've experienced it again as an adult. So uh, yeah. Isn't it beautiful to realize the deeper I've been going on this path, the more I'm becoming, I'm like returning almost to my inner child and to my, to that intuition, you know, and maybe that relates to what your, your path is like bringing you back into your, your youngest, purest self. Right. Right. Absolutely. I so resonate with that. And like this, I just think of like the first time I ever responded to the question of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? My first response ever was an artist and like, yeah, then here I am. I know you've, you said in some of your posts, you talk a lot about identifying as like a wild woman. Um, could you tell me a little more about that and how that's been a part of your journey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, I just want to like, I feel like it's important to say just that reminder of like what is for me is not for everyone and like yeah. we are allowed to resonate differently than others um 100%. so yeah but for me yeah like connecting with nature that realization that literally every aspect of nature is within me and it is expressed all around me like I look around me and I just see pieces of myself and it's like mm, it's just like it's allowing me to connect with what is truly for me like getting quiet kind of yeah quieting that external noise and opinions and mm, yeah like really dropping in with what my desires are and honoring my needs so yeah kind of create like when I allow myself to be uncensored when I allow myself to be messy I'm like shedding these layers of judgment and societally imprinted rules that I think so many of us have felt the need to fulfill and abide by it's like I'm just fucking peeling them off of myself so yeah connecting with my wild self has helped me to get to the core of who I am and yeah just to like really really drop in with that and again I love to use the word honor that because I think so many of us have also have like this almost complex around like feeling guilty or feeling selfish to honor oneself but it's like if I want to be honored by others I must honor myself first and I also believe to honor anyone else, you must honor yourself first. So it's like this almost like, I just think of it, if we want to really break down to like, you know, certain courses in like university, there's a prerequisite course. And it's like, you can't take this class unless you've taken the prereq, you know? So that's kind of how I see it. Honoring <laughs> is the prerequisite. Yeah. How does, yeah. how does some of those, yeah. um, when you talk about like peeling back the layers and you know, how, how in, pra in practical terms, like, how do you, yeah, how do you do that? How do you get in? What, what uh, ways do you go about getting in touch with your wild side? Mm, yeah, definitely movement. 
movement is a big one. So, you know, trauma lives in our body. It's stored and literally stored in the muscles and cells. And like as we move, we release. Um, so, yeah, movement has been just huge for me. Breath, like literally breath is life, that connection to vital vitality, you know? So dropping in with my breath, like taking, even if it is as simple as one minute, being like, hey, where are you breathing today? Like, is it making it into the throat, collarbone area and coming right back up out? Is it making its way into the heart, lung space coming back up out? Is it making mm-hmm. it into your belly button? Is it making it mm-hmm. all the way down to that like pelvic floor region, sacral area? Like, and just mm-hmm. like really accepting wherever you are at in that given moment and being like, okay, like this is where I'm at. I like, thank mm-hmm. you for connecting. And like, we'll, we'll see you again later, you know? So that's like yeah. a very practical thing that I would, that I think like, you know, I, I don't like to speak in absolute, so I'm not going to say that everyone can do, but I think that yeah. most of us can do. Mm-hmm. Um, journaling. Oh my God. Journaling. Yeah. Journaling is just, I don't know what I would do whew, without my journaling practice. And it all started a few years ago, like coming from this place of like being so like I was like so disconnected from myself that I like couldn't even like remember almost what was I couldn't remember I was dissociating throughout my day so frequently that I found myself being like oh there was that like thought or that like moment of inspiration earlier and I it's just gone and or like being in bed at night and being like so what did I do today and kind of being like whoa that's kind of scary like that's not there and yeah. So like first dropping in with like that frustration of like, I'm not like, I feel like I'm like missing out on my life because I don't, I'm disconnecting from myself. So returning to that space, it literally came from as practical of a space of like, I need to write this down so mm. I don't forget it and like lose myself. And then it yeah. just like has evolved and blossomed into this space of like, I, this is my, this is how I connect with me on a daily basis. This is how I release. This is how I process Mm. my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And I see in some of your posts, you know, you, you, when you're actually physically out in nature, do you, yeah. Are there any other things like you just in terms of exposure or just that sort of vulnerability, putting yourself out there in nature and just receiving the medicine, how does that play out for you? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love to kind of, yeah, like get out in the woods, you know, take it all off, just experience and breathe. And it sounds just like so hippie, but just, you know, like pressing my forehead into some trees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And just like receiving, receiving those like those negative ions, like literally getting that charge from the earth. Um, Yeah, that's another beautiful Mm. way. And I think also just like, I I love the idea of like walking meditations, because I think we've gotten Mm. so caught up in like, what, what is and isn't meditation and like that picture of, you know, 
yeah. someone sitting cross-legged with their eyes closed in silence that that's like the only way you can meditate yeah. I like so firmly don't believe that um <laughs> yeah so yeah like a walking meditation in nature and just like allowing your head to be filled with all that you're seeing that which is presence you know like being like hi like this is this tree and that's what those leaves look like and this is what I'm smelling here and look at that bird there and wow there's a nest there and oh there's a snake going through the you know it's like that is dropping into presence which I believe that's the that is all that any type of meditation is um yeah and not beating yourself up if you can't do that. Like I personally, so on a little side note, so I don't know if you, do you know Andrew Huberman? Oh yeah. Huberman podcast, Yeah. His most recent episode on meditation, essentially he breaks down that there are people who are interoceptive being, you know, people that are very perceptive and aware of their internal world. And then there are people that are exteroceptive, people that are more perceptive and aware of their external world. So for, for people that are exteroceptive, that more like traditional route of meditation of sitting in silence and like connecting inward, going inward mm. does serve them because they aren't, you know, it's like they're more connected to the outside world. But if you're someone who's already very interoceptive, that can almost, that can actually be detrimental. And that's something I've experienced. I'm a very interoceptive person. And a lot of like the anxiety I've experienced throughout my life has been because of that, like very acute awareness to any, my, even minute shifts in my body. And I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is my heartbeat going faster? Like, why is my breathing a little bit off? You know? And it's like, so for someone who's very interoceptive, a walking meditation that gets you actually more in connection with the world around you can be very beneficial. So yeah, I've just, that's been on my mind. Thanks for sharing that. I hadn't heard that yeah. episode yet. That, that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it make, like, it's like the type of thing that you hear, like, at least for me, the type of thing that I heard and like immediately clicked yeah. in my brain. I was like, wow, let's all stop beating ourselves up about like doing yeah. or not being able to do any, like, it's like, it's all, it's just a reminder that everything is a spectrum, just everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was at, uh, in Sedona, I was telling you recently and had a session with Anahata. Are you familiar with her? Mm, I've heard of her. Yes. She's a, she's an incredible human and healer. Mm. In the session we had, she, she kind of channeled this beautiful image to me and she was saying in the forest, you know, the, the dandelion doesn't look at the rose and say, why aren't I more beautiful? Why aren't I red? And the rose doesn't look at the dandelion and say, why do I have thorns? Why am I so fragile? And the deer doesn't look at the tree and say, why aren't I huge and tall and can pull all this energy <laughs> from the sun? And, and the tree doesn't look at the deer and say like, why don't I have legs and a warm coat and I can go run around the hills? You know, it's like when we can all celebrate <laughs> our diversity, you know, like of, of who we all are, and even recognizing and honor, you know, there's some relationships that are symbiotic and then there's some relationships that aren't. 
and the ones that aren't mm-hmm. be teachers, you know, showing us where we're meant to be, getting us in line with our gifts, you know, mm-hmm. and our, our role and just seeing and accepting all things and accepting that diversity and getting out of this sort of linear, very, you know, sort of this, I feel like in a lot of our culture, it's like this far end of the masculine spectrum of like productivity, analytical, black and white, right and wrong, you know, healed and not healed. And in reality, where is it, where does any of that exist in nature? Where's black and white? You know, everything is just mm-hmm. spectrum. Um, and like diversity is strength. And uh, so yeah, it's really cool to be getting, I think a lot of science and teachers that are starting to embrace the paradoxes of, of this reality and moving beyond one size fits all solutions for all of us. Um, I, so that just resonates so deeply with me. And I just absolutely adore that analogy that Anahata shared with you. It's gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, and I, oh, it's such, I feel like we could dive deeper into that, but before we lose the, the literally, string, you know, the trail from talking about your, how you get in touch with your true self, you know, with grounding in your heart, it really links back to what we just said in the beginning of this. Like when you're running around, you're a kid, it's being a kid again. It is that. I like had that yes. image describing these things of just like, yeah, this is what kids do. They run around playing in the woods and like, also, I was going to bring up, um, you know, would you say it seems like making art, like that's a form of play or that's a form of, of healing for you, would you say? Like, how is how does creativity fit into like your connection to your heart, to your practice? How is that? What's that link? Because I imagine Little Eden would also be creating little stick sculptures and, you know, whatnot. <laughs> yes, yes, it creativity is the reminder that we all have a gift to share like we are all creative we are all creators we are all sustainers we are all destroyers and you cannot be one of those archetypes without being all three so for me it brings me great peace to drop in with my creativity to literally like literally take something that's inside of me and bring it out into the world and to share it. And even if it's just with myself to share it with myself, because like I am valid in myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been like a little like wordsmith, I guess you could say, like I've always loved playing with words um yeah love your poetry, so I, like, by the way. yeah love your poetry. thank you <laughs> yeah i i have some like kind of queued up on the side if we if we wanted to share it at all but Ooh, yeah just yes please yeah so <laughs> i i pulled up some of my favorites and this one it's one of my yeah it's one of my favorites it's called being of light this life is short ever fleeting so i must bring significance to this meeting the meeting of seeker with the sought after the final sentence of a long chapter the chapter of confusion is coming to its conclusion you mustn't seek any longer the messages are here to make you stronger 
They speak of purpose, unity, and grace. You wonder, how will I ever reach this place? The answers are there, deep within. You must trust the process and begin. Begin to notice these problems, they have roots, and see too that they have leaves, stems, and shoots. These problems started as little seeds and grew inside you into weeds. Weed your garden, tend it well. Don't subscribe to what they're trying to sell. Where the problems lie, there are also solutions. Clear yourself of mind pollution. Get quiet, nourish yourself, and raise your vibrations. Pay attention to the universe's invitations. The invitations to drop in and follow your intuition like a pin. Stop asking everyone else what they think. Feel, relax, breathe, and then comes the link. The link to the download you were needing. Practice often and soon you'll be leading. Leading the life your spirit always intended. In the matrix, you're no longer suspended. Your newfound compass has given you wings. Thank goodness you followed your intuitive things. You can try to awaken others you love, but remember, you can only be a dove. A dove that carries the divine message, hoping they will see the old paradigm is but a vestige. A vestige of a time that served its purpose, but now only serves as bread and circus. Do not grow attached to bringing them all with you the right ones will come bearing virtue. Like anything else that requires a massive shift, the sun will return and the fog will lift. With it, your consciousness will, re will reach a new height. This world needs you, you being of light. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow, damn, that's some medicine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was a fun one yeah wow. thank you so mm. much for sharing that holy cow yeah is that one on your instagram that one is yeah never saw that one. i haven't seen that one damn that's good yeah well it's on like a, a like a caption of a post i haven't like posted yeah. it by itself so yeah i love the i love the analogy or the picture of the being the dove you know that embodiment yes that's been a big message for me lately is like get out get out of the same patterns of like ideas and trying to change people and just embody it you know and I really felt that when you're talking about the dove that's a beautiful image right yeah like you can't I just like for me like a huge part of like the beginning of my like for lack of a better way to say it like the beginning of my like awakening journey so much of my frustration came from being like, I want to just like bring everyone I love with me. Like I want to fucking, you know, shake my mom and shake my dad and shake my best friends and be like, guys, like, come on, let's go. Like, let's, let's like, I wanted to, you know, it's like, I think it's human nature to want to experience with others, especially with the ones that we love, but like, yeah, releasing, releasing that because you know, like on a realistic, not even realistic, but just on a level of like expectations, like I, it would never be fair for me to expect them to come with me because they're on their own journeys that are perfect for them, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Yeah. And really honoring, 
honoring people and their journeys and that autonomy that diversity seems to be that's that's true love it's not earmarked love with an expectation waiting for someone to change you're not withholding anything you're accepting you're forgiving them they're doing the best they can and when Mm -hmm. you really when you can really come to a place where you can truly believe that everyone's just doing the best they can and a lot hurt people people and you know like if you were in their shoes or I, I think about this a lot if I was in their shoes like I would be in the exact same place they are, you know, and it's just like, it's this ancestral trauma. It's a lot of, it's just pain that's unresolved. It's stuck in the body, you know, Mm -hmm. that comes out in all these ways that are, yeah, just like really limiting, but it's not free. It's not your job. You can't take it out of them. Like you can only mirror to them their own, their own ability to do the work, you know, which Mm -hmm. that's, that's true love, you know? right it's un- that's unconditional love yeah yes 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 <laughs> mm. thank you for letting me share that by the way that just felt so good like I've shared a lot of posts of my like written work but I've never spoken I mean in my by myself in my home I've spoken my poetry but yeah I've never like spoken it out loud to people so yeah thank you for opening that space Ben yeah, thank you for bringing your creative, your yourself, you know, your fullness and your the vulnerability it takes, you know, to really show up and and share the deepest part of yourself, which is such medicine, you know. And I'm I'm so happy to see you continuing to affirm that and continue <laughs> seeing you step into that because I see that in all you do, you know. Same for you, like same for you, and I think that's why we're like so drawn to each other because it's just like yeah it's that recognition of like I fucking see you because like <laughs> I'm living it every day too yeah 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 it's so beautiful to have these reflections we can give each other you know and this is to me is like soul tribe this is I've realized um and I think yeah you were saying some of this earlier too but just I you become like who you're around you know and like in this age even digitally just like maintaining these friendship sure 3d is ideal but really utilizing technology as an extension of consciousness and like having these spaces these containers like we're having and every time we catch up you know over the phone it's like or in whatever capacity it's just such medicine to have a soul tribe um to be reflecting off of each other and inspiring each other holding each other to our true self powerful mm-hmm. medicine you know mm-hmm. i really appreciate as- that oh yeah it's like something that's like huge like coming up for me just based off of what you just shared is this play with and and balance between connection and attention so especially when we speak in terms of like social media platforms and the digital age and you know it's like also like a huge practice of like dropping in with myself like before I post anything I ask myself am I looking for attention or am I looking for connection through Mm. this yeah yeah and but also not to like you know I also am like no fucking shame like we all seek and need attention in the past I definitely found myself sharing out of a need for attention far more than it was out of connection, especially on like 
Instagram or Facebook or whatever. It was, so it's like been this journey of like, again, like rebuilding that trust and agency with myself and knowing like, Hey, like you're not sharing, like Eden, like, you know, you're not sharing in the way you used to before. And like, you are sharing from a place that like, I, I am validating myself now. I, Uh, I have like, I have a beautiful community. I, I have like the attention I need so I can now drop into sharing because it's my genuine experience and sharing because I know and trust that because I share genuinely that it will attract others who resonate with my genuine experience. And I, my goal is to connect with them. My goal is to inspire and be inspired by them. My goal is to support and be supported and to collaborate. And yeah, just instead of like sharing out of attention, which, and I also prefacing with like, yeah, fucking absolutely. I'm sometimes (laughs) you get a great picture of yourself and you're like, hell yeah, I want to share for a little attention right now. You know, it's like, absolutely. And that is okay. Uh, what a great filter you know as you're ma- making content or making connections or just showing up in spaces whether digitally or in person noticing your intentions and it's interesting too yeah like yeah the connection piece being core but also attention like you said nothing being wrong with that like that's something mm-hmm. I've really come into feeling because for a long time I think in my life anyway, I kept myself small, you know, and it's kind of related to people pleasing. Like I didn't want to, because when you shine, you know, when you're like celebrating yourself, when you're just standing in your power and standing in who you are and just like, I'm beautiful and I love me. And like, you know, it can inspire other people. It can show them their light and their beauty, or it can make other people, when you're, when people are stuck in comparison and, and, then it like makes them contract and makes people feel, you know, what maybe in the past I would call bad or feel, you know, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I even feel that when I like look at certain yoga, you know, guys doing these like crazy acrobatic stands and all this. I'm like, sometimes I'll notice that like, Oh, like, Oh, I should just give up on yoga now. Like, Oh, I'm I'm nobody, (laughs) you know? And like, and I stop and I, I feel that feeling, you know, and I really like that awareness, that presence of being like, whoa, what is this? And then when I hold Mm -hmm. it, I'm like, oh, like this is teaching me that I need to, this person, their intention is not to make me feel bad. Their intention is to inspire me to see that, to know that I can do this too, you know, or that, or even in diversity that like, we can all be different. And I can, when I can truly celebrate that person and celebrate myself and whatever potentials and gifts I have, that's unconditional love again, you know? Yes. It's, uh, it's beautiful to, to be able to, when we can all step up and just own who we are and just rock it, you know, like, and expect it and know that we're going to get resistance from people, but realize that that's their stuff, you know, that's their, mm-hmm. their teachers that they're dealing with, you know? Uh, I think for me, that's been a huge download to like allow me to give myself permission right to be my fullest self you know and that's discernment though like that like to circle back to like when you're kind of asking me like how I discern like yeah. what my truth is and not like that right there the realization that that is someone else's and not mine and vice versa like that is that's divine discernment and 
Like, yeah. I, I think there's like this relationship, there's a definite like relationship and link between discernment and judgment. And yeah. like dropping into discernment as opposed to judgment, um, I think is very important as well. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, so I very much believe like dropping into that space of like comparison is just the universe showing you what is possible, like what is possible for you. Um, and like for me personally, when I kind of like open up the floor about like a topic or a discussion, it's very collaborative. It's very like prefaced with like, hi, this is what comes up for me. This is my journey. This is what I've found that serves me and that I'm fully aware that it may not resonate with you. And that is okay. And like, I, I have so much love for that. And also wonder, like that's, that puts me in this like childlike wonder of like, wow, we're so different. Like, that's uh, so beautiful. And we need me and we need you. And yeah. yes, I like wrote something about this very recently. Like, yeah, just like the reminder again, that like we are allowed to resonate differently than others. Like even those who we love the most and are closest with. And then I like wrote like, especially them, you know, like, yeah, cause it's like, I guess it's also dropping into like divine trust that I am so loved and so accepted by the people I am closest with that they will accept me and love me in all of my evolution and all of my forms. Mm. Yeah. 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 And the ones that drop away are no longer relationships that you're meant to be in anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so enabling, you know, it's like so beautiful when you can start with honoring yourself instead of, you know, our programming of people pleasing, like letting that go and like really integrating that. That's what it, you know, to me, that's like the ultimate sort of uh healed or healing state is like what you're describing you know is is recognizing your worth it goes back to the beginning of the whole conversation like what's serving me your discernment you know what you're choosing as the universe sends you all these different opportunities and um and really saying for me i've been practicing a lot of that too is like saying at my default is no unless it's like a, a full fuck yes you know and like yeah that, you know and you feel it in your body when you're like oh yeah this is a full fuck yeah like this because you only have so much energy and time in this life and the sooner we can come to alignment and awareness of like what's what's truly serving what's in line with like how we show up and what we're offering and where it's most where it's called where you're called and who's called to you um that's it you know that's all you need mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think like the biggest overarching thing in in regards to like sharing and like just hoping that it's received well is is trust. Like the biggest thing and it's mm -hmm. like it's at the end of the day like no one can reject you if you don't reject you. You know. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and allowing yeah. your story to be the story, like having that grounding in your breath 
in your practice and your journaling and your movement, whatever tools you have to stay grounded in your story, which you're creating, like, and you're taking your power back and, and, and recognizing and naming, you know, like stopping when you're realizing someone else is trying to project their story on me, you know, or someone else is trying to change my perception of, of my truth or who I am. And like, having those healthy boundaries, you know, and and it can be super subtle and very graceful and gentle with people around you, but recognizing what's yours and what isn't. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's been huge for me, you know, in that realm. Yeah. And even just like something that's been, that is like, I feel like can be drawn a parallel to and with is the idea of like playing with and experimenting with shifting my perception to support myself um like that's been huge for me and it's like like dude like we are so like the fact that we are gifted with divine consciousness and like the human brain this supercomputer that is like living within our bodies the fact that like that gives us the ability to shift how we perceive and like I'm in a place of like why would I not give myself that ability like why would I not fully grab and say yes to and hone that ability to perceive in a manner that best suits my my joy my peace my evolution yeah (laughs) well you're doing it you're doing it (laughs) keep doing that so are you (laughs) (laughs) well Eden I wanted to I had one one last question to kind of bring in the to bring in the end of this container um i was wondering you know because you're i see you working a lot in like spaces with women and we're really embodying the divine feminine getting in touch with your empowerment uh, if you had any advice to anyone who maybe is just starting their path into healing Yeah, I would say as far as like, if you're just starting out on that journey, I would definitely recommend like first things first, spending some more time with yourself. Like, again, I I kind of spoke to this earlier in our conversation, but like we, it's so deeply ingrained with us, even on a, on a very subconscious level to people, please. And when you like actually get with yourself, like you're like, wait, this is what I actually love. This is what I actually want. And even if at first you're like sitting there and you're like, oh, I'm just like sitting in silence, not doing anything because I, I don't know what I want at first. And then it starts to build these little like these little messages come like kind of sifting through, like seeping in through the crevices of your consciousness. And then you're like, wait, actually, like art is essential to who I am Wait, actually, like movement is a huge part of like my necessities. I. I need to be seen by my community and I need to do X, Y, Z to be seen. I, you know, it's like, actually like, what's my biggest, where is my, where does my wounding stem from? Am I ready to face that wounding? Can it be worked through or can, can I accept that it cannot be, you know, dropping into presence with oneself, I think is absolutely necessary to begin any journey of embodiment. Um, And then I guess, yeah, like, I think 
from a uniquely woman identifying with a female body, I would also say like, get in touch with your cycle, like get in touch with literally our, our bodies are connected to the divine rhythm of our planet, the divine rhythm of our, of our moon, of our waters, of our earth, all of it. And like, for me, I spent a lot of my early years like literally rejecting my cycle. Like I was like, oh my God, like I hate bleeding every month. I, this is such a hassle. I'm just going to ignore this. I'm still going to keep being super young during this time. I'm still going to like play the sports, work the 60 hours in a week during. And it's like, no, like allow yourself to be still enough. And like, I feel like, being like dropping into a space of gratitude for your cycle and literally the magic that us as women have to create life like we are literal portals between the divine and yeah. the physical yeah just like acknowledging the magic that is within you and that every single month you are creating something and releasing it out into the world even if it's like not anything beyond your cycle like that is enough that is creation right there you know so tapping in with your cycle tapping in with yourself and then I think also you know when when you've kind of established like hey like maybe this is these are these are my needs these are my interests um this is the basis with which I this is the resonance that I want that I'm putting out and that I want to connect with then I think that's when you can kind of like grow your branches and start to connect with a community. And with that all being said, I think it can all be done simultaneously. And like, there is no right or wrong for the order in which those things happen. Again, that was just my experience. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think like finding community then is a great way to not only like share your divine message and gift and allow yourself to be received. But also community is how we receive from others. And as a, like, a, as a female and being in touch with the divine feminine, like that is about receiving and opening yourself up to receiving. Cause it can be really scary at first when we're so used to giving and so used to, overexerting ourselves as women um so yeah and I mean if you're feeling those blockages with receiving trying to at least this is a practice I've done and I continue to do is like trying to remember that first time if you can go all the way back to that first time that you felt shame or guilt surrounding receiving something and Yeah, just kind of tapping in with that and being like, okay, this is, you know, this is where it stems from. And, you know, also disclaimer, it might not and probably was not in this lifetime. So also connecting with community to see if there's like a way you can tap in with other lifetimes and like fully understand your spirit. Um, So yeah, it's, I think that's a huge huge step in dropping in feminine embodiment is opening up to receiving opening up to allowing yourself to be supported and 
yeah, just like just finding that flow and it, it looks different for every single one of us. But I think those are like the basic principles that I would say, at least again, in my journey have been the most like pivotal in my growth. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that, Eden. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Eden, I feel like we could talk for so long. We could go on and on. I love <laughs> so much. And, um, where can people find you on, on the interwebs? Yeah. So my Instagram is just at Eden Embodied. So E-D-E-N Embodied. And then I also have my art Instagram that is at Artfully Eden. Um, and then I have my website, which is my website for my birth doula and sound therapy and yoga business, which is, it's just www.growthwitheden.com. Two guided meditation, energetic cleansings, yoga classes, online breath work, you know, my art is all available online. My apothecary products are all available online. So yeah, it's all there. Beautiful. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Thank for you so much. Bringing, yeah, thank you for bringing all of those um, different modalities and all those, all that medicine to the world and for embodying it. I truly see that in you, you know, like you're such a, a light being and such a, a healer and <laughs> Cool. You know, I, I would totally recommend, give my full recommendation to anybody who feels any calling to reach out to Eden to, to do so. She's a, a person of deep integrity and deep um, giving and just generosity, abundance. Um, and you've been so much of that for me. So I really appreciate our friendship. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Thank you so much, Ben. And I'm so, 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 so grateful that you are talk about stepping into your divine masculine like you've created a container for others to flow into and you've created that structure for others to literally glean wisdom from so thank you thank you thank you for yeah just for being a part of my life and for now all the lives that you're going to be touching through your podcast i appreciate that affirmation and yeah it really means a lot, Eden, and yeah. oh, it's just such medicine talk. <laughs> I love <laughs> you. I love you too. And I was gonna actually <laughs> send you off with a and all our listeners with a a little digital sound bath of from the ocean here in Sitka. Um, I'm just gonna hop to the water's edge. Feel free to take a moment to take some deep breaths and just allow the sound bath of this ocean. Sending you so much love, Eden, and everyone mm. listening from Sitka here on this beautiful November day. 
thanks again, Eden, so much for coming on and look forward to connecting again soon. Yes, thank you, Ben. Sending you love eternally. <laughs>